Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is February 20th, 2019, and this is episode 46. Um, I am recording, like, in front of this weird curtain on the first level of a bunk bed, um... I, I don't know why, but I'm convinced the acoustics will be good in this corner. Um, and it's hurting my lumbar because I'm old. But so it goes. Another great opportunity to be really present in my body and um, be where my feet are. And yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about a topic I discussed fairly early on, which was rehearsing and how a lot of times when we're anxious and we have trepidation around an event or a conversation, um, sometimes it might be a confrontation or a conflict or, yeah, like there are days when I wake up spoiling for a fight and I'm running lines and drilling and sometimes that has to do with an actual um, event that I'm anticipating in the day and sometimes it's a fantasy um, concocted entirely around a resentment that I haven't addressed with a person and I'm just like stewing over Um, but someone wrote to me on Instagram and asked what I actually do um, when yeah I'm just like stuck in that space and I have a real sort of confrontation and I've been running drills and anticipating their reaction and all that stuff and that happens a lot and a lot of the reason why um, that's a challenge for me is that like a lot of the time the confrontation doesn't happen. I'm really, really bad at setting boundaries and um, I'm really, really bad at standing up for myself and I'm really bad at confrontations and so sometimes feeling as though I had the argument in my head gives me this like sort of like frisson of like um, vindication, which is really, really inaccurate because it makes me it makes me gin up a feeling from within me that needs to come from an external source and so not only is that feeling fairly transient it means I'm not really dealing with the with the problem itself and you know I related a lot of that need to sort of control an outcome and that sort of practicing and that sort of recursive circular thinking with being particular to me as an addict and I still very much believe that to be true because for me in my experience I as an addict am someone who gets super caught up and again addicted to managing things and I call addiction applying a thing to a feeling um and I kind of think that way about addicts, period. And what that does is it makes, it strengthens that feedback loop of that very, very small bit of relief that you're getting once you apply that thing. Except, of course, as we all know, that relief becomes smaller and smaller and more ephemeral, um, which makes that habit that much stronger and that much more frequent. Um, So, 
You know, I really, really do believe that addicts are sensitive, creative, very particular, kind of punctilious, um, and really highly intelligent and very adaptive. Um, But what that means is that we're constantly managing situations and we are constantly sort of like our brains are roving for... future discomforts that we try to sort of like stave off or preemptively sort of counter and unfortunately that sort of gets you into this future tripping headspace where you are soothsaying what other people will do and say and unfortunately you know let me be the one to inform you that that is a total delusion and a lie um and yeah like this sort of future tripping and thinking and sort of practicing like really trumps up anxiety depression and like worry for me and it also feels like it's like another job I'm doing as I'm going about my day like crunching that math and so I tend to feel very very overwhelmed um so I don't know if this is entirely helpful but like what I do in those circumstances when I have a conflict is I try really, really hard to stop practicing. Because if I'm practicing and I'm like running drills over and over again, believing this delusion that I'm like honing the fight, it sort of like creates this like rigidity around what my expectation is with as it involves this other person. And the truth is there's actually zero way to know what another person is going to do or say. That's just like bottom line. And what this delusion does as it becomes stronger and stronger and more real is that it does for me what it does is a couple of things and like you know this is exactly why I have quit and rage quit every single job at the merest hint of what I believe to be this like fundamental essential impasse and that sort of fundamental conviction that we're never going to get past this comes from how much practicing I've done and how much strength that I've given to this delusion of what this fight will be and now that I have a little bit more remove um, you know if I were to be like totally forthright about what these fights were it's that the second I get a hint or like the like the bleariest echo that the fight is going exactly the way I anticipated and that's and exactly is a really good word for it because it's it's such a binary like it almost like Pavlovian conditions me into this like one headspace where I'm like oh I know this fight I've practiced it you're gonna say this I've memorized this fight and so when I hear something that even like remotely implies that this person is being as unreal reasonable as I concocted them to be my brain kind of shuts down and it's like a clamp and there's absolutely no room for me to be like convinced that the the person I'm arguing with has a valid point or that their version of it might even be more accurate than mine or equally valid and so when I hit that impasse and this is the same thing in like um, relationships too and I've burned a lot of bridges and friendships and 
I've also done this like as a serial monogamous like I have ended relationships so abruptly without any room for reconciliation or like true closure or understanding because I don't need closure like I have my version and I'm perfectly comfortable with that um and so like the thing that happens that I truly believe and I know this is predicated on me being like you never really know the mind of the other person but human beings are sensitive and we're really smart and that person the your opponent you know in scare quote their animal their like their true self knows when you've shut down and they don't like it and they know when you're like running a fantasy line of theirs versus hearing what they're actually saying and like you don't have to be smart or intuitive or like an empath like animals are accurate and their animal knows what it knows and your animal hates sort of being called out and that conversation usually falls apart entirely um yeah like anticipating reactions doesn't allow for you to hear what's actually being said and it doesn't allow for any new information which is ultimately what you really need in order to move past a misunderstanding and it's absolutely true that there could be an impasse like i have no idea like what the situation is particular to like anything to do in y'all's lives like i don't know but like it could be an impasse but at least everyone will leave it feeling understood which at the very least means that you come away with like no extra resentment like you won't brood and resentments are fucking tricky man for addicts because resentments are just like that really like being butthurt for me really fuels my addiction like no other thing um and so you know the thing I do now when I have a confrontation which I hate I hate confrontations more than anything but I just know that if I don't do it like my addiction will just rear up really really bad and take me down and then instead of one problem I'll have two problems I really say to myself that you know and I've I've shared this before like please 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 let my brain shut the fuck up so I can hear something new please let me not kick into overdrive my practices please please help me not be so scared that I have to be like the puppet master for this whole thing because my strings aren't even attached to this other person um and so like just a tiny bit of like yielding space in a confrontation is what you really need and like i know that i've come out of confrontations and been proven so wrong and what the what the other person was experiencing is like diametrically opposed to what i was doing 
and that like schism between like their reaction and what I thought I was doing or what I am doing or what my intention is like finding just like a little bit of common ground in that I have found to be so much more reassuring than if I'm proven 100% right and also I have to be super dubious whenever I'm proven 100% right because that just statistically cannot be true um and in that same way like when you come away from a situation and you have just a little bit more understanding than you had when you went into it it makes you feel this kind of like hopefulness and affection for this other person that you didn't have that's actually really good for you like that's so good like dopamine scepter receptor wise and just personal morale wise and that makes it so that oftentimes you can move forward and in a place of business let me tell you as someone who you know like I really am grateful for all the things that I've been blessed with but there are so many bridges I've burned and so many like small regrets that I've had to sort of come to peace with and also people I I owe apologies to frankly um, because of my behavior when I've just practiced a fight so hardcore and either it didn't go that way and I blew a gasket and was out because that's the only way I could assert any control is just to like pull that ripcord or it went exactly as I thought it would and so I'm right and I can quit and I'm sanctimonious and that's fine except I always felt really shitty afterwards um the flip side of that is that like you know there are people whose careers that I really admire and these people who are rewarded for loyalty and loyalty and a willingness to like stay and fight and figure things out and just really lean into that little bit of space where light can get through and like mutual understanding can occur like those people have gone on to do truly great things and forge incredible lifelong relationships and that trust that bedrock can really really like take people in directions and like build them up in ways that I find so awe-inspiring and awesome and yeah I've just seen like people who are willing to argue and stay and argue and really suss it out and be unhappy and tolerate discomfort and like you know like trench warfare move just a tiny bit forward I found those people to have like huge successes in like ways that I am astounded by and the other thing to do with willingness to fight and not rage quitting especially if you have trouble taking up space especially if you are a person of color or if you're not just like that blue poplin shirt scott guy like confrontations are so important and having a fake fight in your head doesn't count and you won't feel better for it long term and those fights are always worth having because part of you your animal really needs to say their piece and they really need for you to root for them and fight for them and like articulate for them and that's the only way you'll find peace and serenity and that's the only way you'll you have any like say in your addiction so yeah like 
Confrontations are hard and they're worth it. And rage quitting after you fight all by yourself doesn't count. And your body knows better than that too, so you don't get the points or the satisfaction, even though in that moment it feels sort of like a corollary to satisfaction. It's not real. Um, So yeah, that's what I wanted to share. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for anyone who writes me. Um, Have a gentle day and thanks.